I was looking around for Mo, but I think I think she she needed to leave to go to work. Uh, Maureen Kelly uh, is um, a nurse, and uh, uh, she works mostly. She works with hospice now, but when she graduated from nursing school, she said my ideal job would be half a week in hospice and half a week in labor and delivery, <laughs> because I you know that you know that uh, to balance off the going with becoming. And uh, for all of us, that would be a great remembering, not necessarily li uh, literally to be working in those places, but to have this, uh, for myself, I think those moments of awe and wonder, something I think about a baby, that they come out with eyelashes and fingernails, you know. I don't know why that's so remarkable. They also come out with pancreas and spleen and all those other things, but exactly most of the time in the right place. You know, it's remarkable that it does that. And for my mind to remember that as well as remembering the difficulties and the challenges of life, it's as if there's a frame that we can put our experience in, that we see our experience in. And often, I think when the experience is difficult to know about or to behold, uh, the mind closes in on it. And to be able to have something that keeps the frame big so we can think, and also this, and also spring, and also renewal, and also new babies, and also uh, um, the moon came up exactly with the right amount of um, halfway full yesterday, be full next Monday night. So take a breath. And here we are. <coughs> Sometimes at the end of the morning, I always feel good at the end of the morning, but I feel breathless, you know, like I can't really run and do the next thing. It's a big morning always. So here's Ming Tang that I'm so happy to have with us. And now I really will let you introduce yourself and tell your story <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Very fortunate to again have such a extraordinary experience already, and such a powerful blessing, dedication. I'm just so grateful <coughs> for everything. And Sylvia is doing with the community, and you're dedicating for 17 years. That's is quite amazing. Quite amazing. Um, Speaking of a job of hospice and uh, delivering baby, in some level, I think we all have that job. Whether we're knowing or not, whether the job description is clear or not, yeah. but actually that's what life is. It's a spectrum of experience between hospice and delivering baby. Quite extraordinarily. Sometimes we might face the extreme. And most time we have a mix of experience of everything <laughs> life and death. Yeah. But uh, the most important thing, as you graciously pointing out, <coughs> the baby reminds us the renew, the rebirth. And that's also beauty, the power, 
the grace that we can appreciate and so much in you that uh, I don't know what your age is exactly, <laughs> but I'm just feeling <laughs> such a, a aliveness, such a childlike, baby-like quality in you, you know, with the gray hair, with all the work you've been doing. That's quite an inspiration for us. That is uh, my aspiration um, to keep that aliveness and keep that big heart, no matter what is our biological, physical age is. And from the same inspiration, I think I've been fortunate enough um, in counting both Dharma and also Qigong, and eventually realizing they're quite the same for me. And tell the truth in terms of formal practice, I'm not a very good student of Dharma. <laughs> and, uh, but I see it in myself with the uh, uh, same purpose and same realization in a lot of ways, the same parallel passage and realizing the place, whatever we call it, and with the three ingredients, uh, wisdom, compassion, and peace. And so in terms of practice, my main practice is Qigong. And my main inspiration is Bodhicitta. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very grateful in this life and able to encounter these great teachers in both uh, uh, Buddhist tradition as well as the Qigong tradition. And so I see myself kind of walking on two legs, <laughs> left, right. <laughs> and they work together so perfectly for me personally. So I'm very grateful for that. And I do see Qigong as extension of the Dharma, serving my Dharma inspiration, and somewhat also as a teacher and healer, and fortunately enough, become a way of me expressing or realizing the Bodhicitta, uh, more than just my personal life. And that's this incredible gift. Uh, in terms of my own personal story, I'm kind of a, a slow learner. <laughs> Very slow, actually, um, positive way of saying it is newcomer. <laughs> I'm a newcomer in everything. <laughs> um, it's true, in this life, at least in the linear time, as I remember, I didn't know much of Buddhist practice until uh, in graduate school. And same way, I didn't know a lot about Qigong, about the same time, actually. So I encountered them, and after lived a normal life, uh, lived in different families, uh, adopted families, birth families, 
and lived in different cultures in China, born was in China, was born in China, then came to U.S. almost like as accident. And of course, we know there's no accident in life, but it's quite a uh, extraordinary uh, surprise for me. I wasn't uh, expecting anything like that. And also in my career, kind of shifting to quite a bit from studying mathematics 10 years and shifting to study fine arts for 10 years <laughs> and become crazy artist. That's <laughs> 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 quite crazy. <laughs> it's good crazy. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed it. And that freedom. Uh, and then I studied Qigong, and I think in last uh, fifteen years now, and some, and same time, and Dharma as a container, as my life, and so I do my best to apply what I have learned in this life, and uh, truly, the main goal of my life is. Uh, to find an effective way to fulfill myself and hopefully and serve more people in that effectiveness of fulfilling myself. And I see everybody searching some way to fulfill our life. Um, Qigong can be one of the way to fulfill our life. And to answer the question what Qigong is, um, there's so many ways of answering it, but I like to playfully uh, describe what Qigong is uh, in this context. You may think of Qigong as a, as a, a job for the mind. <laughs> the mind engaged with uh, many kinds of jobs in any given moment. The mind is taking on some job. But that particular job, what we aspire to in Qigong is uh, to deliver light or deliver energy wherever it's needed. Almost like a postman. <laughs> you pack this light <laughs> into a package. Then you're putting address there <laughs> on that package. And the mind is also directly delivering to where it's needed for that specific address. You can deliver that light internally into your own body, particular place where it needs healing, needs nourishment, needs attention, needs love. I will deliver the light to a baby. Or deliver the light who is passing on or deliver light who anyone needs that support, need that power, need that life forces, need that blessing. And you can deliver that light to Hades, deliver the light anyone you have mentioned or not mentioned as we offering the blessing. So it's really kind of extension of that blessing, you putting the light around it. Yeah. Whatever the positive thoughts, the good will, and the pure intention we have, we deliver that intention with the light totally together. You package it in certain ways. <laughs> then you, you just offer. So one of the greatest lessons is how to deliver that light most uh, 
directly, effectively, so our body can receive it, to realize that attention, realize that intention. And uh, the receiver, whoever might be, whatever subject might be, can receive that light directly. So with that intention, it's a beautiful training of the mind, basically. So when it is how the mind can connect with the light. We all know we're body of light. Yeah, we all know that. Whether spiritually, scientifically. So in Qigong, is uh, uh, walking toward the same direction. Is is experience. Deeply experience it. We are a body of light. And the universe is expression of that same light. Yes. And the form, the formless, are filled with the light. <coughs> and allow the mind deeply know and experience that light. As much as the Christmas gift. <laughs> we know it's there. We know something special about it. We know that's the power. We know that's the gift of life. So that's the first training. And the second training is also important. How you pack it. You need to package it. <laughs> that's a concentration, actually. Mm -hmm. So the mind is able to concentrate on that light, package that light a certain way, allow that light not only deliver that light, but also manifest into the physical form. Manifest into a physical, tangible, somatic, personal experience. The light itself is universal. But the experience of that same light can be very individually different. So that's the second aspect of the training of Qigong. Then the last one basically Enjoying it. <laughs> when you're delivering the light into your own body, into the cell, into your heart, into your kidney, into your brain, into your bone, learn how to enjoy it. Celebrate it. Knowing the purpose of that light. Fulfill that purpose of light. And that gives a joy. And that's also come to with the purpose. Why do we want to deliver that light there? <laughs> Why do you want to give the dress? What is the purpose behind it? So the purpose can be health. Yeah. The purpose can be well-being. The purpose could it be for happiness. The purpose could it be for abundance. And the ultimate purpose is for feeling the nature of the energy. And the nature of the energy, uh, the best way I can express it, the first nature is uh, wisdom. That deeper intelligence, the director knowing, the direct connection. The interconnectedness of all phenomena without any separation. And the total experience of oneness. And the second quality of the energy 
is unconditional love. When you connect in the energy in that high frequency, you totally experience that energy is available for every life phenomenon. Simultaneously, for you and for me, for everyone in this body, it doesn't really uh, blocked by the skin. It doesn't really blocked by this building. It's everywhere. And that light is always available for nourishment. For nourishment. Just like the breath of life. When we breathe in, breathe out, life continues. And what we're breathing in, breathe out, is also light. More than the, the chemistry of it, the elements of it. And so that's the second quality. <coughs> Think of the sun shining on the planet Earth, which is available for all life form, including human beings as well as mosquitoes. <laughs> it's unconditional. So what is beautiful about it is every life form have the capacity to experience that unconditional life in a different ways. For the love itself is unconditional. It's fully present. It's omnipresent. It's omnipotent. But for the organism to experience that unconditional love takes different capacity, different spectrum of experiences. And as human beings, we have much greater capacity to experience that unconditional love. One of the capacity is consciousness. The most important capacity is our consciousness. The expression of that can be free will, our choice. How do you want to experience that unconditional love? What's the purpose for you to experience this unconditional love? <laughs> We're continuously learning that. I don't have an answer. And every moment give us that opportunity to learn. Then the third quality is uh, unconditional harmony. The moment you think of, you visualize and feel that ocean of light holding the entire universe together. And one of the uh, powerful <coughs> teaching, and all Buddhist teaching are powerful. <laughs> as a student uh, in the beginning, as a Dharma student, I'm so confused when teachers so that's the best. The next day is also the best. <laughs> then <laughs> five months later, everything is the best. I'm getting so confused because my mind is still thinking in the dualistic sense of comparison. And you get so confused. Then after a while, realize the moment you're letting go of that comparison mind, it totally makes sense. They're equally important. They're equally powerful. And what you really resonate is the best for you at that moment. So as one of these best uh, truths, as Buddha expressed, uh, we all know the Four Noble Truths. 
and actually relatively unknown is the three absolute truths. It's also told by Buddha, <laughs> and not as a surprise. Mm -hmm. The first one is uh, nothing gets lost in the universe. Nothing is get lost in the universe. It's beautiful to remember that truth when we experience loss, when we experience conflict. Nothing gets lost in the universe. And the second one is uh, nothing is permanent. <laughs> it's like almost opposite. <laughs> Everything is instantaneously changing. And the third is cause and effect. Whatever change is happening is caused by something else. Whatever we experience in this moment is caused by the seeds we plant whether individually, collectively. So speaking of the first truth, nothing is get lost in that whole universe, is speaking of uh, the unconditional harmony. And actually the summary of this uh, three truths I may express as uh, unconditional harmony. Everything is transforming from one form to another form. To fulfill the highest purpose of life. And that is uh, the incredible feeling of harmony. It's like within conflict, within challenges, there is that quality to it. And that quality brings us a sense of peace bring us a, a sense of harmony. And so the Qigong is allow us to express this equality directly as much as we can, slow, diligent practice. And so I would like to share with you is, uh, uh, some practice. Allow yourself to experience yourself as a body of light. <coughs> One thing I want to mention is uh, especially in this time of collective life, we are facing incredible challenges, personal changes, I mean personal challenges and social challenges and earthly challenges and all that happening. I feel one of the most important gifts of Dharma and Qigong is how can we turn in challenge into opportunity, into creativity. And there's a, a beautiful message in the movie. I forgot what's the name of that movie. It's, uh, the movie is like a, it's science fiction. And, but the, one of the statements really stands out is uh, human at the best when they're facing challenges. Another way to put it, human is the best is at the best when they're facing the worst. <laughs> and there's so much truth to it. And my 
uh, interpretation from the Qigong point of view, I'm only going to invite you to experience that. And first start it conceptually. Yes. Looking at challenges different ways. But more so experientially, yes, to experience the energy underlying the challenges. For example, stress. And stress is the experience that when we facing surprise, facing something we dislike, facing something we don't know what to do with it. And that responds to what I've might presented in life as contraction. What that means is uh, our energy body, our life forces, taking on some part of our energy contracted in that moment of stress. Then you can imagine accumulatively what's happening. Our life force continue contract with stressful life. Then that energy is not fulfilled its purpose. Suppressed. Does that? Of course, the experience of that doesn't feel good. Feel exhausted, feel depleted, feel restfulness, or health challenges, and so on. So I'm using that as an example. So that energy is not being used properly. So when we're facing challenge, we are facing that choice. Now we have this life energy interacting with what I'm circumstance is. What are you going to do with it now? If we continue to face it as challenge, then our life force continuously contract. And when we take it as opportunity, then that energy is expressed in a different way. The same energy. The same energy. So the direct way we're going to do that is, uh, for example, pain in the body. What are you going to do with that pain? That's a challenge in the body. So the philosophy, the experience of Qigong is pointing out there's energy underlying that pain. When you know how learn properly to free the energy underlying the pain, not only the pain dissolve, but also the life energy was contracted by whatever cause of that pain, frees it up, become a beneficial life force in your body, become a creative force in your body. The same way for fear, for example, the emotion of the fear. It contains a lot of energy, in the kidneys specifically. When we learn how properly to free the energy again, not run away from the fear, then that energy comes back to you, expressed in its force in life. So I'm trying to kind of give you some important uh, summary framework for how that works. Then when we're doing the movement, Allow yourself to go deeper into the energy. Okay, so let's. Uh, 
let me give, let's, let me make a logistical suggestion. I'm thrilled, you know, we could stay here a week now and have a conversation <laughs> because every time you say something, I think, yes, 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 I could say something about the, just what you last said about facing a challenge and I was thinking about, may I meet this moment fully, may I yes, meet it as a friend, exactly. move into it yeah. and don't move away from Beautiful. it. Beautiful. So that, that, just the last minute, yeah. so we could talk, 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 but, but, um, well, time right now. But no, it's time to, it's time to do, because uh, Ming Tung said that um, the basic movement sequence takes about 27 minutes. And it's about 27 minutes to 11. So, and I know that some people have obligations and they need to leave at 11. So we'll be mindful, we'll start right away. And you won't need to do much. You need a little bit of room around you because we're going to stand up in a minute. I want to say extra though, so this is important, that at 11, some people are going to need to leave, so maybe you'll watch the clock and have a stop at 11. But Ming Tang is willing to stay with whomever wants to stay and talk further, maybe even explore a little further practice. We can use the room until, uh, until noon, so you don't have to leave at 11. We'll have a stop at 11, so those people who need to leave can leave at that time. Let me say also, if, if because it'll be, I'm one of the people that needs to leave, that I will see you in, um, in June. I can't believe that, but I, I will see you in June. I wish you well, may you be safe and healthy and strong, and may you live with happiness and ease until then. Um, and all wonderful teachers will be here in the next several weeks. But now thinking about that and moving, I'm thrilled. I also, since I may not have time at 11, I'm going to really tell you now, thank you so much. I'm really so inspired to have you come and articulate the very truths that, as you point out, are universal truths. They're not true to Dharma exclusively. They're not Buddhist truths and anybody's truth. And serving the higher purpose of bodhicitta is, I think, what we all really want to feel, that our lives are meaningful in a purpose larger than ourselves. So may you thrive also, and thank you very much for having come. And so, um, on behalf of the people who need to leave at 11, may we know where you teach or how to reach you if we're looking to study Qigong? I would like to make sure by the time 11 o'clock before you leave, we have some materials available you can take home with. Uh, Deborah, would you like to help me afterwards? Thank you. Okay, so not to lose any more time in logistics. What do you need, Ming Tang? Let just people stand up and have... Yes, we can stand up. We might want to spread out in the entire room. Um, maybe half of each row can go the back, one third of it. And some of you can stand in front of the chair where you're sitting. <laughs> so here's um, my intention. Yeah, just go slow. Some of the movement uh, with you, not the entire sequence, may take a little bit longer than 25 minutes to go slow. So we can just learn some of the sequence. Then if you want to stay longer, 
after 11, we can continue that. Maybe even we can do the entire sequence if time allows that. So we can do as much as we can right now is to experience uh, and the energy. Sometimes people asking me what is qi and conceptually speaking, qi is everything. Everything is expression of qi, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> right. You feel intellectually very fulfilled. Why wow, everything is chi, that's great. So I don't have to do anything. <laughs> but the, the truth is is how do you perceive chi? That's the key. So how do you perceive your body? Whether perceived as high frequency energy or low frequency energy? Perceived as a diseased body or a body of awakening to and the divine blueprint, just like the baby reminding us. We all feel so happy in the presence of a baby. And that quality is still within us. We identify that quality of ourself and feel that natural happiness synergy with the baby. So one of the qualities is energy, is that aliveness coming back to you when you're doing this practice, meditation, and movement. In this case, it's really a moving meditation, a moving meditation. So before we get into a meditative state, I'd like to guide you the movement more visually. So starting with the feet together, we do want to arrange the space so we have enough room this way when your arms open up. Then arms this way, feel enough room, you can move accordingly. You can move your chairs if you need to. Just move the chair around it. And I'm changing my mind right now. Let's do feel kind of physical movement first. <laughs> Keep your feet apart from each other. And raise your arm in front of you just comfortably, in any comfortable position. And then stretching rotating in horizontal circle all the way to the left side. Then letting go just slowly. All the way to the left side. Then just letting go only halfway. You're making no effort when you're letting go. When you're stretching, you're making the best effort. Then letting go without any effort. Stretching, then letting go. Stretching, letting go. Stretching, letting go. Opening inside out, letting go. Opening inside out, letting go. Then slowly to the right side, continuously. All the way, then letting go. All the way, letting go. And just noticing mindfully the physical sensation, including painful feeling, discomfort, resistance, tightness. But also be mindful of the energetic experience beyond this physical discomfort and the sense of lightness, openness, and the movement of energy and the sense of new aliveness 
awakening inside of you. Now circling again to the left side. Now this time close your eyelids. Imagine your body circling the ocean of light. Then letting go, just bouncing back in the ocean of light. Circling the ocean of light all the way. Then bouncing, letting go. Circling all the way. Then letting go. Circling all the way. Letting go. Circling all the way. Letting go. Imagining, visualizing ocean of light. Circling the ocean of light all the way to the front, continuously to the right side. And all the way, letting go, relaxing to the ocean of light. All the way, letting go. Now imagining everybody, just acknowledging everybody around you, circling in the same direction. In the ocean of light. Now slowly circling to the front and just relaxing to the ocean of light. And slowly lower down the arm to the side, very gently, softly. Continuously feel the entire body in the ocean of light. Mindfully position your feet together, comfortably. And adjusting your posture, allow your upper body leaning forward just slightly. Shifting your tailbone forward, stomach inward, and tucking your chin, lifting up by Hui. Open your shoulder, feel the empty space under your armpit. Relaxing your elbow, your wrist, fingertips. Allow your entire body continuously relax. Relaxing into the pure, natural, healthy energy state of harmony. Allow your mind your spirit continuously merging into your body now. Acknowledging deeply, embracing unconditionally all sensation, feeling, experience of this moment inside of you. 
Now playfully imagining ocean of light beneath you. Using the creative power of your mind, your consciousness, the imagination, imagining ocean of light beneath you. Imagining ocean of light above you, beyond the ceiling. Imagining an ocean of light in front of you, encompassing this room, encompassing the sacred land of Spear Rock. Encouncing the sacred planet Earth in front of you. Imagining ocean of light behind you. Encouncing this room. Expanding beyond the horizon. Imagining ocean of light on the left side of you, <coughs> expanding beyond the slum, expanding beyond the horizon. Imagining ocean of light on the right side of you. Expanding beyond the slum, expanding beyond the horizon. Playfully imagine your brain as a body of light. Imagine your heart, your chest as body of light. Imagining your entire body, every cell of your body, as body of light. Feel an ocean of light around you. Feel an ocean of light inside of you. Gently, softly open your eyelids slowly. Allow your visual awareness and follow the movement continuously and starting moving the hand turn your palm facing the back continue circling your hand palm facing downward then pushing forward about 15 degrees then pull back to the side and push erect your palms out Pull back, relaxing the palm. Push, 
erect in the palm, pull back, relax in the palm, then relax in your wrist, turn palm facing each other. Slowly lifting hands upward in front of you, gradually to the navel level, palm facing inwardly, middle finger pointing into your navel, into your umbilical cord. Then relaxing your wrist, turn palm facing down, and circling hands around in the navel level, continue circling all the way to the back, palm facing inwardly towards your low back. Then slowly lifting hands upward and the armpit, pointing to your chest. Open your elbow to the side, extending your finger as much as you can, pointing to your chest. Then relaxing, softening your shoulder. And opening the elbow to the back, extending your hands, arms forward, slowly from the chest level to the shoulder level. Elbow naturally extended, palm facing upward. And middle finger pointing towards your brain. Then opening hands, arms, shoulders. Gradually turn palm facing downward. Slowly form a straight line, palm facing down. Then circling hands, palm facing upward. Arm floating in the ocean of light continuously. Above your head, hands together. Reach up further. Elbow extended as much as you can. Taking your chin, lifting the top of your head upward. Relaxing the entire body. Then slowly moving hands down towards your brain without touching. Continuously forward down in front of your face down to the chest level in a prime position. Relaxing. Connecting the heart inside of you, rotating hands softly. You're rotating the tip of your finger in a horizontal circle. The tip of your finger in a horizontal circle. Then backwards. Then relax to the prime position. Then opening to the side, to the begin position. You can review the movement with your eyelids gently closed. And gently close your eyelids. You can follow the movement with the verbal instruction. And whenever you need, you can open your eyelids and just peek a little bit. Then close your eyelids, continue follow. And we're still learning. And when your eyelids is closed, you're able to feel more of energy instead of the visual phenomena of life. Your mind can be activated 
in a deeper awareness. And starting the movement of your hand, continue circling hand, palm facing the back, then palm facing down. Feel the softness of your movement. Then pushing forward, then pull back. Push, visualizing your arm as column of light standing down when you're pushing forward. And pull back, imagining the light inside of you. Push, expanding the light to the ocean of light beneath you. Pull back, receiving the light inwardly. Then relaxing your wrist and palm facing each other. Playfully imagining your energy hand extending down beneath the earth. Imagining lifting a big ball of light like the planet Earth upward in a deep space beneath you, then in front of you. To the navel level, palm facing inwardly, middle finger pointing the energy of the earth into your navel, into your dantian. The dantian is the energy center inside of your navel. Just pay attention internally. Follow the direction of your middle finger. Relaxing your palm facing down, then circling hands around in the ocean of light. Opening around the horizon, continuously floating to the back, then palm facing inwardly into your low back. Lifting hands upward slowly in the ocean of light inside of you upward to the chest level. Then middle finger point into your chest and the armpit. Relaxing the elbow and your shoulders. Feel your heart inside of you. Feel the energy of your heart as big ball of light inside of you. Expand into all directions. Opening the elbow to the back, hands, arms forward, imagining the big ball of light of your big heart expanding out. Follow the movement of the hands. Continue expanding to the ocean of light in front of you. Hands reaching to the horizon. Then middle finger pointing the light back into your brain. Imagine your brain as a ball of light. Then open your hands, arms, shoulders in the ocean of light, slowly, evenly, gradually turning the palm facing downward, slowly form a straight line. And circling hands, palm facing upward, arm floating continuously upward, continuously. Above your head, hands together, reaching up further. 
Imagining, visualizing your entire body as column of light, extending up to the heaven, extending down to the earth, connecting deep inside of you. Now moving hands down from the heaven, continuously reaching to your heavenly brain, then moving hands down in front of your face, guiding the light down inside of you to the chest, hand in a prime position, and relaxing, connecting with the energy of your heart, then rotating hands softly, gently, then backwards, Relaxing to the prime position. Noticing the pure energy of your big heart. Continuously awakening, opening, connecting, fulfilling. Feel the gentle inner smile on your face inside of your brain, inside of your heart. And gently open your eyelids softly. From here, continue follow the movement, extending finger forward, hands, arms continuously forward, elbow straight. Then opening fingers slowly, one at a time. Form a triangle between the index finger and the thumb. Keep your palm facing down. Then gradually erect your hand, palm facing forward. Opening your hands, arms slowly to the shoulder width, just to the shoulder width. Then raise your hands, move your shoulder joints upward, backward, downward. Then push your hands forward in the shoulder level. Raise your hands. Move your shoulder joints in a circle, perpendicular to your shoulder. Relaxing down. Then you push your hands forward. Pull inwardly. Push expanding. Then open into the side, 15 degree, just 15 degree. Then close as slowly as relaxed as you can. Then opening around the horizon, arm floating to the side. Form a straight line. Raise your hands. Move your shoulder joints inwardly, relaxing the shoulder down. Then push your hands out to the horizon. Pull inwardly. Push out to the horizon. Pull inwardly. Push out to the horizon. Arms up 15 degree. Then down. Up. Down. Up. Down. Rotating your wrist. Turn palm facing upward. Arm floating. 
in the ocean of light continuously upward. Now above your head, turn palms slightly facing down, and finger not touching, and relaxing the elbow like curve, like over shape above you. Relaxing the shoulder down, then moving hands down towards your brain. Continuously moving in front of your face, turning palm facing inwardly. Continue sliding down without touching your body to the navel level. Middle finger pointing inwardly into your navel. Then opening hands around your waist, slowly opening to the side. All the way to the back, pressing the low back. Pressing the low back. Then relax. And gently close your eyelids. Slowly open hand to the front, placing hands on top of your navel and centering now. May all be happy. May all be healthy. May all be at ease. Feel the harmony around you. Feel the harmony inside of you. Slowly, gently open your hands, softly open your eyes. Feel the gratitude. Because of time, we could take a break right now. Our dear Deborah have some words of uh, to Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.